0: Mercyville Church. My name is Lawson Harlow. With me today, I have Don Carroll and Blake McCullough. So, Don, what are we doing today?
1: <laughs> are you seriously recording? Absolutely. That man. was it? Yeah, that was it. Goodness. Are you gracious. okay? I did the opposite okay?
0: of what I did last time. It was great. Hey. It's also seven.
1: So, eight. the way this sounds when I listen to it, like prior episodes, mm-hmm. specifically the last episode, Blake sounded like he was our couch personality. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, he was guy super in the fi- bag, yeah. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. No, Blake, you're an equal member in this podcast. Get up on that mic. <laughs> <laughs> Let the people hear you, man. I Julie, will. the whole time we are riding down the road, we are listening to it together, and she's like, Blake's making me mad. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like, DJ, turn it up, turn it up, turn it down. Yeah. All right. So I think Sorry. he's close enough. All right. So today, what are we doing? We're going to pull names. We're gonna announce our winners. This episode will air on Friday, January the 22nd, 2021. And so the guaranteed seven winners that shared this prior week's episode, which was posted on our Facebook page on Friday, January the 15th. At 8.32 a.m. Awesome. Seven people that shared it were, who are they, Blake? We're gonna start off with Cameron Vogelsang
2: then Lee Howarth, Barbie Weaver, Tammy Cross, Jake Wilcox, and Bo Canton. Come on.
1: Thank you for sharing and winning. Those are winners. They are winners. That's right, they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're winners. You're a winner in life. All right, so the next exercise is to take the names that shared our episode. It's <laughs> like I
2: ruined
0: the energy of the whole Beyond podcast. Beyond
1: seven. <laughs> Hopefully you can hear. Wait, them. I only
0: read
2: six.
1: I was wondering. Oh, I thought were Lexi, Lexi McDowell,
2: yeah. she also gets
1: one. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Lexi. One of these individuals is out of town. Yeah, so we'll the way you'll get your, your T-shirt is hey, we could br- wait. Never mind. Yeah, you could. We could go coordinate. On the Come on to Greenwood and get your T-shirt. go. Yeah. meet up, Marcella, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> we bring your T-shirt to you. <laughs> All right, take the pot. So that's seven. So your T-shirts, what's the rules on your T-shirts? How will you get them? They will be in the pastor's parlor with Mm. your name on it. See one of the elders to to have access to. Stop. Wow. All right. I'm shuffling the names up. (laughs) I'm going to pull one name out, and the name is, Blake, read that. Janessa Day. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) All right. Next name that's going to come out. Hopefully you can hear this. There's a bucket with names, with paper.
2: What's this one say, Blake? Uh, On Facebook, her name says Magger Plum.
1: Magger Plum. (laughs) Magger Plum. All right. And the next one is, Blake, what does that one say?
2: It's a very familiar name to me, one that I love dearly. Uh, It's Sarah
1: McCullough. All right. Is that it? That's it. That's it, that's all. That's, our only, that's our it, only, our that's, that's it, it. We're not dra- that's all it. the winners. We're not We're not drawing anymore. Thank you for all those who faithfully shared. We don't know There how will we, be other opportunities. There will be other opportunities because we have- More shirts. More shirts. <laughs> 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 that's how this works. We're a professional operation.
2: It's an outfit, it's a outfit. We're a professional outfit.
1: outfit. <laughs> Good gosh. Which actually would have been rather
0: punny considering we're dealing with
1: shirts. All right, so nobody get angry. Nobody get angry out there. If you didn't wear a shirt, we understand it was very confusing. There was lots of different interpretations of mm. what the like what the program would be. There's mm-hmm. there's one mm-hmm. correct interpretation. There was, and it's what we posted. Um Sorry, that was so no, no, sorry to all the like the twenty people who shared the wrong yeah.
2: post yeah. and didn't get put into the.
1: <laughs> people drawing. were going out and grabbing on the on the episode and posting uh, it on <laughs> Facebook like we. I mean, y'all are more committed than we thought. Yeah, we, we, we appreciate. It. Yeah, we didn't know there would be such excitement, but the t-shirts are really sharp, as I have mine on right now. He does <laughs> have his own right now. Yeah. All right. Don is being his typical extra. Mm. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. I thought this was appropriate. <laughs>
2: what? What does that mean? <laughs> I've never heard that before. You've never heard that, Blake? Say it one more time. I've I've never heard it, look but I've never a gift horse it. in the mouth. A gift horse.
0: Yeah. I have no clue, but I, I have heard this one before. It's confusing. I don't understand.
1: Hold on. Let me look up the definition. I thought y'all would know what it is. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. And it means. Don't question the value of a gift. The proverb refers to the practice of evaluating the age of a horse by looking at its teeth. Mm. This practice is also the source of the expression "long in the tooth." Look oh. at there. Oh. Huh. Wait, <laughs> but "long in the tooth" is like they're talking
0: too much, right?
1: No, "long in the tooth" is like, man, I got long in the tooth. Like that was a long. That was it. Took a while to get where we were going. Like yeah. it's an age reference. Uh. It's usually an age, like of exhaustion. Gotcha. I thought it had to do with like the Trojan horse when I first was thinking about it. Huh? You know? Oh, like someone's trying to sneak they something see, in it horse. inside of said horse. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But it wasn't. We're mixing Tragic. metaphors. All right. So, do y'all talk about our listeners as an identity in your everyday conversation? No. So I said, I had. We started. We started deciding at my house to drink out of uh mason jars like little mason jars how southern of you i know (laughs) so i text a buddy of mine and i was like yeah man at my house here on the farm because you know i have a small (laughs) garden yeah that we we use we use mason jars once we eat all the vittles out of them we use them for for glasses. What did he say? Vittles. I don't know what a vittle is. You know, don't vittle. know what a vittle I'm is? I'm lost
2: on this episode, man. Okay, boomer. I needed a glossary. What's a vittle? So Julie goes,
1: what's a vittle? I'll well, go from <laughs> so no etymology, one knows what, a vittle what do you is. think it's tied to, Blake?
2: A vittle?
1: Vitality? Oh, see, I, I was vital, thinking V-I-T-T-L-E. Vitamins? Essentially, it's food, nutrients. When we eat the nutrients, the food, out of the mason jar, then the mason food jar is, is empty. Medicine. Yeah. Sweet. Let's get some vittles. So, so I said, I wonder if the audience knows. What vittles are? <laughs> you, you and Julia just having a conversation. <laughs> I brought the whole the listening audience. audience. <laughs> like a hundred people
2: in your living room. Do not you know what vittles is? <laughs> like, no. I thought that was so hilarious. I wonder if the audience. Yeah, I wonder if the audience would back me on this. That is always thinking in podcast. I know, right? <laughs> like really I always is. have a silent the listening really audience.
1: All right, <laughs> you, you do say your life is a sitcom. It's like the it Truman is. Show. You're bringing of, in the studio, uh, I love audience. you, Lawson. So speaking of sitcom, so I'm watching The Office the other day. <laughs> okay, yep. and hold on, hold on. So I'm <laughs> listening. I'm listening to The Office. So Netflix doesn't have The Office anymore. I hate you, Netflix. Same for many reasons. And so now I'm like watching it. <laughs> I I've been like trying to find like these free. Opportunities to get TV. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so, this man
0: messages me like three weeks ago. Is like, hey man, hey me, me you and one other guy? You want to go in on YouTube Prime?
1: Like, no, it's like it's only fifty dollars a day. It was
0: not.
2: It would have been like eighteen a bucks.
1: Day. I was, I'm trying to cheat the system. Like, I, like <laughs> it's like, can I borrow an email address? <laughs> yeah. so I get yeah. another yeah. free trial. No. <laughs> I mean, Lost, like, you you a got about Four emails. Yeah. I, that's what we need to come up with, like a burner email system where I could just keep. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, so I have like this $10 subscription where I'm getting TV right now. And the only thing I watch on it is Comedy Central, The Office. And yeah. so when I'm watch, so now I have to listen to commercials. So I'm sitting there the other day watching The Office and on my phone, because I listen to The Office while I'm on my phone, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a commercial that comes on. And this is the commercial. Here it is.
2: I sweat profusely from my armpits not just a little a lot as soon as i put on a nice dress shirt it's instantly wet i sweated right through my tuxedo at my wedding that was embarrassing this man's I gross the words are terrible and was, yeah the sound in the background is nice. it is
1: that's is. our music it is someone someone stole our music from audio jungle so the name I played that to Julie and I was laughing the whole time because I was like, it's the (laughs) funniest thing. Like who knew that I would be on the office listening and there would be a commercial that would use our music. And she, the whole time she's like, I don't understand how they got your music. Tell me how you got, I I don't understand. We need the lawyer up. (laughs) 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 Like the joke was, like she couldn't find humor in it because it was so confusing. So I went out on uh, this company's website and under this video I posted a comment, and I said, Products of Grace podcast, we share the same music, exclamation point. Next episode, we discuss, and I put a hyperlink for our podcast. <laughs> <You are laughs> Always marketing. This man. Yeah, so I thought that was funny. All right, so what are we doing today? A dear brother, uh, that's his name, dear brother. Dear brother. Wait, who's dear brother? Who is dear brother? You can tell dear us. Dear brother blog. This is how he was referenced on the most recent blog as a dear brother. Oh, okay. okay, got it. He was in the he was in the parlor. Dear brother. Pre-sermon prep review. And out comes two words as we're listening to the sermon. What was it, Lawson? He said words that aren't real. <laughs> Stop. He said, Oh yeah, that's
0: common grace. He said that's kind of like common grace. I mean, he referenced it be, as like a real, real category. <laughs> yeah. So it's a real category that
1: never mind. All right. So the, the episode today. The the material provides itself. I don't make these things up. <laughs> I'm just I'm just, just a no-taking. witness. You're just yeah. always there with an audience so in your background writing like <laughs> it down. Guys, you're gonna love this. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a sweet providence. Yeah uh so i was thinking about doing like the doctrine of election and then and i was like oh, i'll probably get long in the tooth <laughs> and so i was like we'll just move directly into common grace so um here's kind of my intro ready yeah okay we should acknowledge from the outset that the adjective common does not appear in the bible as a modifier of the noun grace but we are justified in making use of it in view of how God's dealings with non-Christian people is portrayed for us in scripture. Mm. Augustine did not teach the doctrine of common grace, though he did not use the word grace exclusively as a designation no. of saving grace. He spoke of a grace which Adam enjoyed before the fall and even admitted that man's existence as a living, sentient, and rational being might be termed grace. Hmm. Let it, get it out, Lawson. Last episode, you said, "Man, I'm so extra about certain things," and this is where <laughs> it, it comes out. Let it out. I just think we should use biblical terms. And so, if
2: like we're Trinity,
0: gonna, <laughs> stop. <it. laughs> and so, how about so if there is a name given in the scriptures for the Godhead other than Trinity, I think we should use that. But there's not, right? So Trinity is simply a capturing of what Godhead is. And so, when we speak of Common grace, we could define it more clearly and place it in the categories that the scriptures does in regard, I mean, for instance, his patience, his kindness, his forbearance. Okay. Grace, if you can show me a reference in the New Testament where grace is given and it's not salvific.
1: That's going to be so fun. Okay, great. Show me. So the name common grace (laughs) is a designation of the grace now under discussion cannot be said to owe its its origin to Calvin. So, Doctor Eich Kuiper, in his work on Calvin on common grace, says that he found only four passages in Calvin's work in which the adjective "common" is used with the noun "grace," and in two of these, the reformer is speaking of saving grace. In later Reformed theology, however, the name "gratia communis" is that fair. Did I pronounce yeah. that right. Came into general use to express the idea that this grace extends to all men, in contrast with the "gratia particularis." which is limited to a part of mankind, namely to the elect. In course of time, it became evident that the term communis admitted various interpretations. And so in Dutch theology, it is often regarded as equivalent to general. As a result, it became customary to speak of general grace. So Van Til. This man
0: literally, I knew we were talking (laughs) about this because he he brought Van
1: Til's book. I read this several years ago. And it's three essays that he does. Excuse me. It's, it's several essays. I say it's one book and it's like a 300 <laughs> yeah, pages. It's several essays <laughs> that he does. And uh, I think I, I was reading that and I texted you, Lawson, when I read it. Yeah, this was forever ago. It was. Yes, yeah, I remember this. I was like, man, some people in an argument can be so exhausting. And it's like, I love the value of scripture because it's like, what the Lord can communicate in three words. This is exactly what you said. This is exactly what I said. Did you read this text message that you
0: sent me? No, but I know it exists. (laughs) I remember this.
1: Yeah, so um, I I did have an excerpt from Van Til. And I'm going someplace. We're not going to sit here and and read comments. Yeah, yeah. So in uh, Van Til's uh, Common Grace book, he says going off to the right by denying common grace or going off to the left by affirming a theory of common grace patterned after the natural theology of Rome is to fail, to this extent to challenge the wisdom of the world. The third way that Van Til proposes will be a way that goes neither to the left nor to the right. Unwilling to move to the right, Van Til will not deny common grace. Such a denial as he will make clear is unbiblical and it presupposes an improper application of the rules of thinking. Those who deny common grace think abstract deductively so that certain truths of scripture are squeezed out because they cannot fit the constraints of abstract reasoning. All right, Blake, read this. Did y'all hear Don just call me a heretic? No, I didn't. (laughs) That's what I heard. This is where he gets so bristly. So I told I told dear brother in the room because when it came out, like Lawson was like, shot a look over there, and I go, brother, it's okay. I know he has a big scary beard, (laughs) but you're free to develop your own thinking as long as it's within the pages of Scripture, and you can defend it.
0: And it doesn't involve nativity scenes.
1: (laughs) Now it comes out. He
2: waited till everyone took theirs down to say that. Yeah.
1: All right hold on here's the verse it's first Timothy yeah 410 all right I got you all right we'll discuss this
2: for to this end we toil and strive because we have our hope set on the living God who is the Savior of all people especially of those who believe all right Blake any thoughts
1: have you ever pondered this verse before
2: yes Mostly right. like in high school, so I could argue that Calvinism was still true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Calvinism was true? Was true? Huh? That was true? Yeah. So like, oh, I, was I was like, like you like, in, started in, in a the cage place, stage. Yeah. Was like, oh, yeah. it was like, oh no. What I'm gonna, what am I gonna do? How do I, I, I do this
0: Garbage,
1: garbage. <laughs> Put it out. It's not there. I don't think this it's was in the red. original. It's, it's not like, in it's red. Like first, first John two,
0: 2 It's like mm-mm, I don't know what verse you're talking about. <laughs> not that one. Yeah, the opposite <laughs> argument. It's not in red. It's not true. <laughs> yeah, right? that's right. That's right.
2: Where's that permanent marker? So how did you use it? Oh, like do you I, recall? I don't remember. I'm trying to think. You're Trying to remember your bad exegesis. Yeah, <laughs> it's get. like. Uh, you know it's all types of people but then the especially messes up like you can't you can't have the all types of people and the especially in the same verse right that's where yeah i think i think that one stumped me and i was like well let's just
1: there's other proof texts all right let's go let's go to my favorite biblical my hand is in the air right now in praise and adoration my favorite bible truth Let's go to Exodus two twenty three through 25. You want me to read that? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. Exodus 2, 23 through 25.
2: Yeah. During those many days, the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God, and God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel, and God knew.
1: Okay. But later, later, like all those that he leads out were not especially saved. True. True, because who died in the wilderness? The parents. parents. The parents, okay, all right. Lawson, mm-hmm. anything to add? No. Any comments? No. Exodus twelve I'm gonna let you build
0: your whole case before I say
1: anything. <laughs> Formal debate. <laughs>
2: Exodus twelve thirty three, The Egyptians were urgent with the people to send them out of the land in haste, for they said, we shall all be dead.
1: <gasps> so they needed to be saved. Fair? What? Send the people away. Otherwise, God might do what? Just kill everybody. Kill everybody. All right, Exodus 13, 14.
2: And when in time to come, your son asks you, what does this mean? You shall say to him, by a strong hand, the Lord brought us out of
1: Egypt from the house of slavery. Okay. So go to Jude 5.
2: Now I want to remind you, although you once fully knew it, that Jesus, who saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward, Destroyed those who
1: did not believe. This is really helpful for me, bro. Okay. So First Timothy four ten has a framework which gives you insight into the Exodus in a sense Mm -hmm. that God, who was who let Christ, who led a people out of Egypt, later destroyed those who did not believe. And so there is this understanding that that those who were saved were the people in Egypt. There were all those who left Egypt, but yet later, they faced judgment and death ultimately for denying Christ. All right, Lawson. No, I'm listening. That's it. That's your case for common grace. No, I just that's my case for interpreting that verse. I think for me, like whatever you call it, like I think the the like reading all of Van Til's work. Yeah. And reading a lot of people's work, it's like that one verse, 1 Timothy 4:10, which I think is a very helpful understanding. No, I yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we actually agree on the verse, we just don't agree on what we call it. Okay, so t- tell I want you to tell like what you yeah. would have told dear brother in the pastor's parlor why phraseology and terminology is important.
0: Well, when we understand grace, grace is the lavishing
1: of... See, he thought I was coming to like no, 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 no. stab him. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> if we,
0: like you do that often.
1: but His, his arms front. are now She's uncrossed. Like, he's he's like, like, he's like, oh, he, he loves me.
0: It's like, I loved you the whole <laughs> time, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> so um, when we understand the word grace and we look at it throughout the scriptures, especially in the New Testament, we see it as a means of lavishing the riches of Christ on a particular people, and so the idea of it being common mm. um, does not does not resonate. And so, like I understand Ventil's argument, because we certainly don't want to remove the kindness and the patience and the forbearance of God that is given to literally anyone drawing breath today. Mm. But I'm not saying that's rooted in His grace. It seems as though, as I study the New Testament and the Old, that the grace that grace that we speak of is reserved for a particular people. But but. That grace that's reserved for that particular people, as we've talked about before, literally is what causes the sun to rise and mm-hmm. the world to continue in motion. Mm-hmm. Because until that day comes to a close, mm-hmm. everything will go on mm-hmm. as it always has been. So um, let's take um, let's take Noah's Ark. Um, until Noah finished that ark, the rain wasn't coming, mm-hmm. right? Which was to the benefit of everyone around. But who was God expressing grace and mercy toward? Noah and his family. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were receiving to some capacity benefits of it, but it was not toward them, it was the overflow. Mm-hmm. It was patience and kindness that was coming, but grace, the fact that he would be carried away is only demonstrated through the ark. And I would actually say that, that every ounce of delay for the reprobate actually is an increased opportunity
1: to multiply their trespass and thus their wrath. Mm-hmm. So do you think for you, do you think for you that the definition is the same, but just the terminology is different? I don't want to use the word grace in regard
0: to the unbeliever, because I don't think that that's, I I don't see that in the scriptures. I see patience, I see forbearance, I see kindness. And so those three things that we see, that's what I'm going to cling to. And that's why like, I, I don't ever really want to go outside of biblical language if I don't have to, right? So like the reason I use Trinity is because very clearly we serve a triune God. Mm-hmm. But if there was a word that captured that, um, that was given in the New Testament, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with Trinity. I'd go with what was revealed. And so grace, when, when we think about like, even the sermon from yesterday, like when we speak of grace, like we're speaking of, the righteousness of Christ clothing the saint. And it's like I, I can't make that common. It's like giving a wedding gown to everybody in the room on the wedding day.
1: Yeah. So I think I think it's I think what you're in my opinion I think the definition is the same.
0: That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Like I just I don't think that the term grace is is the most helpful. I actually think you can use mercy because mm-hmm. he de- he delays that coming wrath. And there was a comment made last night in Missional Community that I thought was actually really, really a, a really good comment and helpful. Um, when? Maybe when was it made? Last night. When? Uh, Sunday at Missional Community. <laughs>
1: when? Say it. Generically. Oh, gosh.
0: At Missional Community. <laughs> in the past. In the, past. in the past at some point. Um, and in that one, you said, it was you or maybe. Was it me? I don't know. It was somebody that made. Oh, this the, reminds me too. We have to cover that. On the, there was a comment that was made. I totally forgot the comment now. Like, what was that?
1: <laughs> Don't forget, dude, because if Lawson forgets, he never loses his place and he's gonna break his brain right now.
2: He's <laughs> <It's> so true. He's <laughs> gonna start sweating. He is.
1: Oh oh, we might goodness. have to pause just for a second.
0: <laughs> we were speaking of coming wrath, that the fact that, that God doesn't execute judgment on the sinner today reminds us that there is an impending judgment, and that judgment is always just.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. All the more as you see the, the day drawing. Yeah. Near. And so I
0: think forbearance is actually the better word because mm-hmm. that's what we see actually occurring. He is forbearing, as he did in the Old Testament, waiting to, to place the sins of the Old Testament saints onto Christ. Mm-hmm. For the reprobate, he is forbearing and kind today, mm-hmm. even causing the rain to fall on the just and the unjust by his goodness. But that forbearance
1: is withholding that wrath until the appropriate time. So there was a quote. I think it was in the past in a previous sermon, maybe oh. a few sermons back. That's how you do it, Lawson. Super generic. <laughs> where it was, we were. The quote was like how, like how merciful God was when, you know, we were reprobates. Yeah, you remember this? You're gonna pull. How many times way? did I? I'll pull it up because yeah. it was
0: because it was actually one of the quotes that you shared. I
2: think. Yeah, that's fine. It's,
1: it's. Hold on. It's
2: coming.
1: We didn't pay for that. (laughs) (laughs) How much blasphemy did
2: God endure from my lips before he made them confess him as Lord? How Mm -hmm. much wickedness, how much hatred, how much vitriol came from my lips? How refusing was I to exhale praise to him? Mm -hmm. Yet still somehow ultimately by his patience and forbearance, I made it to conversion. Mm yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you see we agree on definition but that's
0: but that's specifically for the believer it is so that's what i so
1: wanted to tease gr- out that's, yeah. that's, absolutely yeah. it is okay let's absolutely it is
0: okay yeah of course i mean no no, no. Th- th- there are two important distinctions here right yeah like, no break yeah. this out i which, love this which the the category for the all right let's here i'm gonna be
1: Oh, he's getting up on the mic, y'all. He's getting up on the saddle. I'm going to be personal. Oh. And so, like, don't push the mic
0: too far away. I'm sorry. I push don't the be Blake. Away. So, um, <laughs> like, all throughout my life, there were things that occurred that really should be considered um, things that were harmful. Uh, you know, like my history, I have um, things like divorce that occurred in my family. I have uh, obviously the, the cancer that I had when I was a kid. And I look back on all of these, and for the for the reprobate, for the unbeliever, I would say like I don't I don't know what you do with those, but for me, even even, um, but for me, those were means by which God gr- was was expressing grace to bring me to repentance, and ultimately, here this is still amazing to me that He uses what happened before my conversion ultimately to bring about sanctification on the other side of my conversion, that there's nothing in my life that's not used. Mm-hmm. All of it will be redeemed. And so like, no, I would absolutely say that is grace to me. And this goes back to our conversation or, or really, I think all of us have arrived here, our conviction about what Galatians teaches, that, that we we have always been caught up in that eternal election mm-hmm. and we're born here as slaves, mm-hmm. but ultimately we are sons. And when the fullness of time's, time mm-hmm. comes, mm-hmm. For lack of better terms, our adoption paperwork goes through a conversion, mm-hmm. um, and then we see like, well, like even that was discipline to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to we have to truly become children before all of that is really. Yeah, it's applied. like an,
1: I remember, I think it's in Romans eight. You did not receive the spirit, spirit of, of slavery of yeah. to fall back into fear, yeah. but you received the spirit of adoption, adoption. by whom you cry Abba Father. And so yeah. there's this there's this transition right yeah. upon conversion right. that you look back in hindsight and go, Wow he was forbearing and he was patient Mm -hmm. and he did not pass over former sins in an attempt to forget them or brush Mm -hmm. them under the rub. but actually justify me in Christ at the cross. And you would look at that and say, wow, look how gracious he was. And I guess for me, like, you know, the experience, like obviously there is a unique election Mm -hmm. under God Mm -hmm. within the covenant uh, of the Godhead that brings me into Adoption. Mm-hmm. And so I guess for me, like that word "common grace." When I think about the experience of both the reprobate um and and the slave, if you will, let's define that language. Reprobate. Yeah, define so, that. So, because I'm I'm looking for right terminology. I want a distinct and, and and make yeah. Why well, want separate. to define reprobate? Because
0: I, I say I say words sometimes, and or we say words sometimes, and I think we assume other people understand them.
2: The antediluvian.
0: Yeah. I clarified it the second time really? I said it. Um, but reprobate, so there are two ways to think about people, right? We have the elect, and then we have the reprobate. We would also, well, so this this deals with really the eternal fate of those individuals. Mm-hmm. The elect of God will come to conversion, though they were at once sinners, right? Mm-hmm. They will come to conversion. The reprobate are those who will not. Right. So that's who we're speaking of when we say that. Now this isn't a term, so like this term can be completely abused and we can fall all the way into hyper-Calvinism, which is like, if you follow, if you see a reprobate, like don't talk to him. It's like, brother, like you don't know who we the reprobate know. are. Right. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> For all <laughs> intents and purposes, we assumed you were, right? right like right. Right. There's a moment where you come to life and then everything changes, but mm. you know, like as, as Spurgeon said, if the elect, if the elect had stripes down their back, I'd go around lifting up coattails, mm. but they don't. So i go <laughs> forth preaching the gospel.
1: Mm anyway yeah so for the reprobate and for the elect like do they share anything from their experience you know what i'm saying like i mean i, I guess that's where i'm yeah, at the with rainfall
0: on the, the just and the unjust yeah
1: and so like we're defining i think the definition is the same the phraseology or the terminology that's a better way to say that like semant- it feels like semantics but then that feels like it's
2: too trivial what to say like, it's like to say semantics? Well, it's just semantics
0: but see, like this is where
1: the so oh, this what I wanted to do. I want to tease this okay. out. Okay, I want to so get to the place we to, that
2: we differ. Like,
1: and I, I've not been able. I don't to think get you're there. gonna. I think you're going I, I think it's gonna be in regard to terminology. Yeah, because when is I, that fair, Blake? because yeah. you've never heard. You've never heard. Like we've had this combo before. Yeah, I mean, I've heard well, we snippets fight this of often. this conversation. Fight. Yeah. Define that word because there's people who may be we confused have, about we that have word. Brotherly <laughs> we have loving discussions normally yeah. over a
0: meal. Uh, <laughs> if
2: that's fighting, yeah, and I lovingly
0: uh, pay. <laughs> yeah. In your birthday in July? Yeah. So I said, so a while back, I said, hey, when it's your birthday month, I'll buy. The problem is, it's my birthday month too. <laughs> and it's like, it just nets out even. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, this, but there is a problem. It's not a problem, but it's it's a part of the divine nature that makes it difficult for us. Yeah, which is you can't. So he's not. So the confession says he's not made up of passions nor parts. Right. Which means that we can't we can't pull pieces out. <laughs> right. right. It's not right. like Jenga. Yeah. Um <laughs> And so we're we're trying to zoom in and understand the expressions of his. Patience and his kindness and his mercy and his grace. And I, and I actually, I'm convinced that the greatest study that any human being can do in their pursuit of knowledge of God is the study of theology proper. And it's not because it, it, it's, it really is a means to an end. Like that's my favorite thing about that dot about that study is because you're always growing in a knowledge of God, but it's applicable like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I when I zoom in, maybe that's the whole thing. Like when we're looking at God's kindness to all, mm-hmm. when I zoom in, I see that as patience and forbearance. Mm. Um, and you may you may call it grace, but grace always has to do with merit, mm. and that's why I can't get there.
1: Unpack that.
0: So merit is merit is is giving. Mm. Merit is is giving not just something temporary, but merit is giving something eternal. Like when we see that language used, and so when we're thinking about the, the grace that's given to the elect of God, it's hard for me to ever drop that in a different category mm-hmm. because he's meriting to them something, but the scriptures always make reference that he's meriting to them, Christ's righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so like, there's that, there's that, uh, what's it called? Uh, when you use letters to, to say something, God's riches at Christ's expense, grace.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and when I understand grace that, that way across it, across it, thank you. Yeah. yeah. um, when i When I think about grace that way i I can't hand it out mm-hmm. right, like no no, 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 no I, I i like that's reserved for those who are converted,
1: yeah, and I think the counter argument though is that there is an adjective before that noun, which is common, and so i think I think they're like so I, so I think that camp is saying like I hear you respect that, and that's why we describe it with this word, but in uh, too is
2: it not? Is it not great? It's the grace toward the elect that is is—that is the common grace toward the reprobate in that God has passed over former sins, that he is allowing it to be today. That's the only reason that anyone is still alive. Yeah,
1: because today is the day of salvation. And
2: that's where it feels like. Of salvific grace. That's where it feels like it's just God's grace to the elect experienced obviously in a much lesser
1: way without salvation. And for me, like I wrap in like for the wrath of the lamb that they did in fact deny him and he will execute wrath against them because they, I mean, because of that source of life Mm -hmm. that was sustaining them Mm -hmm. and shielding them in a sense, right? That that they uh, they spurn that they spurn yeah. his kindness they spurn his forbearance they spurn his patience and I think ultimately like perhaps like that camp is saying they spurn his common grace yeah
0: and so like this is why this is why I go back to patience so I want to I want to read to you from just a quote from Stephen Charnock's uh, Existence and Attributes of God in regard to his patience he says that the promised and designed coming of Christ was the cause of that patience God exercised before in the world. And his gathering the elect together is the reason of his patience since his death. Hmm. And so like when I'm thinking about perhaps maybe the category that you would place this in would be common grace. I'm thinking about it from a patient standpoint because the world is going to continue for the sake of human flourishing up until all the elect are brought in. Right. The origin of God's patience today is that all will come to repentance. Right, So when I look mm-hmm. at second, second Peter 3, um, I do not take that as an all meaning, all without exemption. I think it's saying that it's, it's speaking of a particular people, mm-hmm. that all the elect will indeed come to repentance. He opens both of his letters that way. I think it's foolish to think otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he says all will come to repentance, until that day comes, until all do come to repentance, um, the world will continue on. Mm -hmm. in the way that it always has. People will be married and being given in marriage. Mm -hmm. Children will be born. People will open businesses. There will be human flourishing. And that's simply based on God's kindness um, toward his image bearers. Mm -hmm. But but grace is being bestowed each and every day, and that grace is being given to the elect
1: of God. Hmm. So coming alongside what you just said, you and I have talked before about, and I think this will align with the categories that you're using about love. I think we throw love around flippantly, right? Certainly. And I've heard Mm -hmm. it. And so to me, it's like, I get kind of willied out Mm -hmm. when it's like, God loves you.
0: See, I have no problem with
1: that. But I think like, I think does God's love, like is there categories Mm there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So somebody...
2: Like, I think about it in the sense of, like, I love you, Don. Yeah. But somehow. when I say I love you to you, it's not the same as me <laughs> it does saying It's not the same thing. Right. Or to Isaiah, you <laughs> right, know, right. or whoever. It's like we would be appalled if any human person said, I love you in the same way to every person that they knew. Right. And yet people are appalled if we say God loves the elect differently. Mm.
1: And it's like, it makes sense. Like, that's mm-hmm. that the, it's Christ's bride. And So what's the adjective that's put before that to describe that love? Do you know Unconditional? Is that what you're saying? I don't yeah, know. Or I don't know yeah, or salvific. Salvific love. love. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I'm, d- I'm down with that. Which you know, one of the one of the qualifiers here is not all love that God bestows must be a salvific love. Right. Yeah. And so like there's this there's this demand that like he doesn't actually love everyone unless he saves everyone. Mm. And it's like if, if you would like to apply that across the board to all things, that's not going to end well for you. Right. Um, and, you know, like you said, like, like I've never gotten, and, and I use this illustration all the time because it's just like the most disarming illustration ever. Like I've preached at churches that would be dogmatically against reform doctrine in any capacity. But when I say Christ loves his bride more than any other, mm. everybody in the room goes, yeah. Yeah. Shower
1: me with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because,
0: because they, because every, they know that. Yeah. Like mm. it is in, you know that there is a special love given to your bride. Right. And when, when you present anything else other than that, where you give love the same to everybody, it's like, ooh, that's perverse.
2: Mm. Yeah. We they, put you under discipline for that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> quickly. Yeah. <laughs> quickly. And so, um, You know, that that love being salvific, that's not demanded anywhere. Mm. God can love and does love as he sees fit. And he is not required to give his love Mm -hmm. to any creature. Uh, The only thing he is required to give his love to is himself. Mm. Um, Mm. And so the fact that any of us fall into a category of love in any capacity, Mm -hmm. much less a salvific love, Mm
2: -hmm. then, then we're just, we find ourselves thrilled with that. Which I think is coupled with that whole concept of like, we're all God's children. Mm -hmm. like that's those two misconceptions are coupled together Mm -hmm. yeah like we're not all god's children Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) like if you want to say we're all made in god's image yeah Yeah, we're all made in god's image and in that sense yeah everyone is worthy of you know dignity value and respect but like to say we are all salvifically his children is another way that it feels it cheapens the gospel mm-hmm. not to
0: mention you have to deal with jesus's statement of you're of your father the
1: devil <laughs> right mm. which becomes very difficult yeah. to exegete it's if not, you hold it not joint custody yeah
0: <laughs> not joint custody that's funny i like that
1: so uh you always give well you we both give examples about the sp- specific love of a of a groom yeah and and a bride right and and we all experience that and i said so i think that's a that's a that's a human category that exists that we can relate to. And we yeah. go, Oh, that makes sense. I see that there. So Sunday, uh, Lawson comes out. I'm standing beside uh, Beth and <laughs> Julie. And Lawson comes up to Beth. And we're just, we're all standing there. And like he normally does something uncomfortable <laughs> PDA, public display of affection. I kiss no, her no, on the right head. kisses her on the head. Okay. And so Julie and I are just like, <laughs> We're just like, like, what do we do? What's wrong with me, that? There's nothing wrong with that. Except for me, <laughs> I lean my... So y'all, if, if you don't know, I have no hair. <laughs> I lean my head over <laughs> and like offer offer <laughs> of the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You would have thought I had broken (laughs) Beth and Lawson. They were both like robots, just, oh, goodness, oh, goodness, what happens, what happens? Beth had to, like, flee the scene. (laughs)
2: Like, this is so weird. Lawson's like,
1: I don't know if I can preach now. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally kissed you on the head before. Yeah, he said that. I've literally kissed you on the head, but I'm not going to kiss you right now. That's so weird. Julie was like, "You're, you're ridiculous. But I think, Me? she's talking about me uh, I'm okay. ridiculous <laughs> yeah. if Julie's doling out ridiculousness, if the worst PDA I, I,
0: uh, how do I say that how do if you the say worst that PDA I perpetrate do? that sounds bad I don't like that <laughs> say uh, perpetrate if the worst type of I can't say that. If all I do is kiss Beth on the head, y'all are all winning. <laughs> like considering I don't yeah. know where to go.
2: Let's move
1: on. I'm broken. <laughs> I'm broken. Common <laughs> grace. All right. So the last thing, one of the last thing I want to cover. I don't even like to say the word. By the way, what common grace? For, I don't even like it. Yeah. I don't want it to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, common's <laughs> doing you a lot there, friend. It's, it's like, like salvific it's like, love. It's like yeah. it's what like, would you call?
0: It's like here's the grace of God. I'm going to pour thirty gallons of water in it to. To like uh, dilute it. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it.
1: All right. So, for God so loved the world. Yeah. Break that down.
0: Yeah. So I think, so So this is an interesting question, actually. There are okay. multiple opinions. Um, uh, so some people would argue that that is a salvific love to the whole world. Okay. Which is the <laughs> Armenian view. Others would argue that it is a love given to a particular people in the world. okay, Which is... Oftentimes the reform view, which I think is rather flawed personally, okay, and then it, the other is that it shows the measure of his love,
1: mm.
0: which is that he condescends so greatly to the world, mm. uh, which is the view that I hold. Um, I think I think you can you can see as you study the book of um, the book of John that that world statement. I, I get where many reformed theologians come from on it because you see his use of world being being really narrowed down in John 17 mm-hmm. in particular mm-hmm. um and so i get that view the one i don't get is that it's a it's a true salvific love to the whole world okay
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah i mean i get like john 3:16 has a particular nature at the end mm-hmm. so i'm not too concerned that the word world would be misconstrued because Mm -hmm. it says that whoever believes in them. Mm -hmm. And so it would seem to me, yeah, like the love there is a love for me. It feels like people of the world. I mean, it's like for God so loved the world to me, it's like, that's not just, you know, ethnic Israel. That's not just a certain type of people. Like he loves the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, but then the particular nature there is theirs that
1: whoever believes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead, sorry, I was just going to give my point of view. So, Absolutely. I, I right was thinking, first, yeah. I, I thought through this. And actually, I called him, Blake, a couple of months ago. I was like, I've never linked these two. You know, I'm a big fan of correlating texts. And it's normally <laughs> how I study the <laughs> <my> Bible. <laughs> should we all. <laughs> it's what like, a novel thought. Yeah. So it's like Abraham knew that he would be heir of the world. Yeah. So what world is that? And that's obviously like that he is making all things new. And then mm-hmm. Peter describes that this world will pass through fire, right? And the mm-hmm. only thing that will remain are those things that are refined by his fire, like yeah. the unshakable things. And we know that's yeah. kingdom language. Just to me it's like is that world that Abraham knew that he would be heir of within oh, within, yeah, within the within this. the resurrected body and the glorified state, right? Like and, and sometimes we say like within within our theology, it's like, we we see the overarching mm. reality, right, Yeah. about the purpose of today, and mm. what he is bringing to a close, and that he does, in fact, reign over, you know, it's like the, it's the argument, how does a loving God allow evil to exist, right? Mm. And so it's like, well, you, you, you look at the the macro here, so you kind of see the big picture, and so I was just thinking through, like, I, I, I had never thought about that world in John three sixteen being, like conclusion language, mm-hmm. like that. His affections are set on a particular people, on a on a on a renewed uh, new creation, on a world which you know he will bring to fruition. Um, I don't know. Those are my thoughts.
2: I like that. It's more of like an eschatological. Yeah. Thought. Maybe I should switch my my position. <laughs> don't. 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 <laughs> I agree with
1: everything you said. I just don't think it just like the day. category <laughs> of the terminology. Oh, yeah. no, just, but this goes back yeah, to the last episode. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I can get like really extra about a Bible study and 32 <laughs> chapters of great historical. And it's like, <laughs> and I slash it. I did. I did. And I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> there was
0: something else I was going to say about what about 316, but I can't remember what it was. Mm. it was. It was piggybacking off of you, but I forgot. I ruined it.
1: All right, so say that E-word again. I always get it tongue-tied. Eschatological. Okay, so Sweet Sweet Man, the last time we had MC, mm-hmm. I think was co-opting a quote that you had and was placing it. He was. He was trying to get sweet, credit sweet to somebody man else. texted me about this. Oh, he did? He told me I have a right. Re- <gasps> we rebuked so him. So it what? It he was said, ODU? So I
2: took something you said, repeated it,
1: and then attributed it to someone else, you, sir, have arrived. Yeah, you know what I said? You know what I said? I said, yeah, man, all you were trying to do was, hey, I read this big book, and it took me a long time, and I found this awesome quote in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? It's just like the way was like, I know this quote. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time it was Blake, and everybody
0: was arguing. Uh, you can thank Will Cross; he defended you. Yeah, thank, Will thank you came will. with like
2: a gavel. Shout out, like out to, the to, on you. Shout out so to Will. So, what was the what was the quote? I have no idea. It was, it was about
1: working. It was about working. There will be work. Dominion in the garden yeah. was an example. Oh, Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, a yeah. correlating example to. There will Indiana. be work and the end. There will be work.
2: Yeah, so I was talking about how. God created work before yeah. the fall. Yeah. And how we will work in the new creation. Yeah. I don't know what if I said anything beautiful. In
1: that world. Yeah. In which Abraham is heir and we be co heirs. Amen. Like yeah. I, yeah.
2: yeah. The kids didn't really co- like that. They were like work. Work. I was like, Yeah, later on you'll understand sin. that.
0: Like, why don't you go sit on the couch
2: for Yeah? I mean, or for get year. a bed sore. Yeah. Let me know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. Without the curse, work
1: is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, even
2: we, somehow, um, sometimes now it is.
1: I often I love to eat the fruit of my labor. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> no, same. I mean, just, I, wasn't I, just, <laughs> I wasn't. I just I wasn't
0: looking for that terminology. As we gardening has
1: it. taught me a lot, man. <laughs> vittles, vittles, baby. He's, he's drinking up the he's vittles. Man, be eating his vittles. <laughs> golly vitality. <laughs> All right. All right. Anything to add? I don't know.
0: I really am bothered because there was something I was going to say. Off. Blake See, I, I told remember. you
1: he never loses his mental place. But when he does, <laughs> he is a wreck, a train wreck. I'm operating, but it like reminds four us that he's of one of us. He is, he is human because you taught him. <laughs> what well, was a couple months ago? He said <laughs> something about him. We're not all robots. Yeah, you, you, you had like legitimate notes
2: for a time when you taught. Yeah, and yeah. I was like. Oh, I wrote it's, them all out, yeah, right? And I was like like manuscripts. style. Realize that yeah. there <laughs> are others like me.
1: <laughs> but you've the, changed your notes. They're I much still smaller. write out like seven pages. No, you don't. On
2: that little book, it was really? seven pages, six or seven.
1: All right, so we covered today. We covered a lot. And I'm really annoyed right now. Why? Because I can't you remember can't.
2: Oh, my goodness,
1: dude. <laughs> what i you so, saying? I said that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that there was a particular nature to the law lo- or that it was for all who believed
1: I said that it was you want me to come over there and like rattle your not round, just for the <laughs> Jew
2: but for all the world like people in all the world <sighs>
1: I, I, I mean I was to trying to go. give you a
2: highlight it was we covered were you wanting before, to cover to the Jew first but also to the Greek yeah you want to get that or you want to keep kicking I'm that down I'm literally doing that this week <laughs> this, this week? F-
0: <laughs> when? I'm doing in the it. future on a, on a Lord's Day in the future, <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> y'all are the worst. Why do I do this for you? Why are y'all my friends?
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. I've
1: had so much fun. I love these conversations. I don't, I'm so annoyed right now. Wow.
2: Everyone's already cut off the episode. I know. It we're just th- rambling at <laughs> this point. I'm morning.
1: sorry. Okay. All right, so we covered grace, forbearance, patience, election, say the E-word. eschatology eschatology eschatology, God's love for the world God's salvific love what would be the what would be the contra the contra term for salvific love would you you be comfortable with common sure so I want to thank my fellow elders Blake McCullough and Lawson Harlow for the time spent today (laughs) 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 Because commonly, <laughs> we love each other. No, there's a very specific love.
0: It often prompts to, to throwing stuff across the room.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, that's it. We'll <laughs> see you next We're not time. even doing a closing. it's just over. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs>
2: This episode was edited and produced by PBNJ Production. If
1: you would like for us to help you kill at podcasting, please email at Production
2: at gmail.com. That is Production at gmail.com.